Hey guys, welcome to the Xbox Ultimate Podcast, Episode 2. I'm Mav, and I am just getting started with this again. I don't know if y'all checked out my first episode, but go back and check that one out. Um, We're here to talk about games, especially Xbox, and uh, I kind of like to run through what's been going on with the last week of news and game announcements or whatever's been the talk, and let's just... uh, going to give you a rundown now of kind of what we're going to talk about on this episode. So uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit about Apple and their craziness, uh, talk about um, some game streaming and just in general, like kind of what that means for the future of games and Xbox. Um, also, uh, maybe some, you know, game announcements that were made this week. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh some Sony stuff that the, that how that could impact Xbox going in the future. There's some rumors there, um, and we'll just talk about some more even than that. So uh, let's just jump into the first topic. So first, I'm going to start talking about the uh, Apple restrictions uh, for XCloud. So you know, XCloud is going to be massive. Okay, it with the Game Pass Ultimate and everything. Um, so they don't need Apple. However, not having Apple is a big hit um, on their uh, sales of potential sales of subscriptions because forty percent of mobile devices are uh, Apple products. So that's forty percent less potential consumers, right? Now Apple's come right out and said on Twitter that yeah, it's our policies that are keeping Google Stadia. Um, Xbox's uh, uh, xCloud service, um, and also now Facebook's uh, uh, Facebook Live app is going to have less features than Android, um, and that's all because of these uh, policies that they have. Um, so you know th- these other corporations, Facebook and Google and Microsoft, have been talking about how uh, they need to those policies need to change. You know, you should have more of an open environment for. Uh, allow more for your customers and i agree i'm an apple customer um i can't have access to this stuff that i want so it makes me angry you know when other devices out there are going to be able to have it um and it's just these policies that are keeping it um from happening and it's because apple has this closed infrastructure they want to cut up everything they want um complete oversight of everything that goes in to their device um so you know, it they don't do it for uh, TV streaming like Netflix and stuff like that, and they don't do it for movies. You know, it's it's still streaming, right? So there's no reason that they should do it for games, other than the fact that they have their own game streaming service, or not streaming service, but they have their own game service that they started, and they probably don't want somebody having a better service than theirs on their platform because uh, they'll sell less subscriptions. So as far as that goes, I guess that makes sense um, other than the fact that if they have this service on their devices and they're probably going to sell more Apple products and you're going to lose sales now because you're not going to have it compared to your competitors. So you know, with this streaming technology taking off more and more different things are, are uh, 
doing this kind of thing, you know, unless they change their policies, they're going to be left in the dust. So uh, I think a lot of people are going to switch. Personally, I can't right now because my devices are tied up with work and I, I have to use them because we use a lot of Apple things. But uh, I definitely going to be getting a, a cheap Android tablet, you know, and it, it's not going to impact the success of xCloud whatsoever. I mean, if you just think about the amount of users out there, it is so many. There's crazy amount of uh, Android devices out there. So it's not it's not just mobile devices. It's not just tablets. It's also TVs. You know, it's also you know other set top box devices and things like that. So all of these different devices, you're going to be able to have XCloud on. Um, so the amount of potential consumer growth and subscription growth for Microsoft with their service is massive. It's immense. They're going to have the best content. Um, to provide on a service like that, um, they're coming out with their first-party exclusive games day one. Uh, they're, they're the only ones doing that with a subscription. So, and also third, a lot of third-party games come out day one. Uh, recently, we had Carry On come out on there, and uh, that game is having success because of Game Pass. So, um, the potential for this is huge. Now, if you even want to go deeper into that. Think about the outreach of a service like this and, you know, all these people getting free trials when they buy Samsung devices. And um, if you really want to think about the amount of people that are going to have access to console quality games that have never had them before, uh, if you think about the amount of people that are going to just buy a new TV that has, you're going to be able to get the xCloud app on it, right? The Game Pass app or whatever. And, hey, let's check this out. Oh, it, it's I can play Halo. All I got to pay is fourteen ninety nine, or I get it free for a month. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna try that out. Wow, it plays great. Cool. I'm gonna keep the service. And you just imagine that that piling on, piling on, and the amount of people that could potentially have access to this content. And now, what does that mean for developers and publishers? Well, publishers want their games in as many people's hands as possible. That's why mobile gaming is so huge. That's why all these publishers have been investing in mobile gaming. Uh, that's why, like I talked about in one of my other videos, WB Games, like if you go on their list of all their studios, a lot of them have heavy emphasis on mobile games because of the amount of devices out there. So if you have Microsoft that has not only Xbox... But they also got the PC market, and then they're also going to have all of these other devices that are all Android devices, millions upon millions, um, way more than any kind of console is ever going to sell. The amount of outreach to consumer from game publishers is crazy. And you don't have to limit your games anymore to the confines of a, of a phone or a tablet you can design your games around a console so you can have bigger better games and they're just going to be playable on those other devices now through streaming so gaming is already seen a boom especially with the pandemic but it's about to explode 
Um, people are going to be experiencing ga- the uh, console level quality games that they've never they've never been playing before because it's going to be easy. And it's going to be accessible. They're not going to have this five hundred dollar barrier or four hundred or three hundred when they see you know a game console that looks intimidating for them. You know, people are already used to using a phone. You're used to using a tablet. They can figure out how to use a controller. You know, it, it's it's that whole ease of access, ease of uh, jumping into a new product. And if you get it for free and all you got to go is spend 30 bucks on a controller, 40 bucks on a controller or whatever, you know, people are going to give that a try. And the amount of uh, people that are going to be trying this that haven't before means that publishers are going to want to put out more games on the platform where it's reaching more consumers. So just think about an indie de- indie developer or publisher and they have their you know first game that they want to put out there like let's say Carry On for example, you know. If they launch it and it's available at hundreds of millions of households and people's devices that potential for that game is way higher than if it was just available on one device that had a limited amount of consumers so you know i think in the long run as this subscription keep service keeps growing and we see more subscribers you know, Microsoft isn't worried about the amount of console sales. It's going to be subscriptions. So as we see, you know, let's say they get to a crazy number of subscriptions, you know, um, you're going to see a lot more games being pushed onto that platform. And that's exciting. Um, it's exciting because, not just because I'm an Xbox fan, but because I am a fan of gaming moving forward into ease of access and having my games in multiple places and having more options. Um, And not only if you think about that, but also the willingness of um, companies to put more money into games, more more companies starting up to make games because it's a bigger business. Um, There's more people out there for more niche markets, you know. So it's an exciting time. And I'm excited to see how that impacts uh, Xbox and how it's going to be in the future. So, you know, we've got some interesting things in store, definitely. Um, So I want to go down to uh, some other things that has kind of been rumored and some, you know, how Microsoft is going this one direction, right? So with Xbox and the Game Pass Ultimate and the xCloud, you know, we have the opposite approach over at Sony and with the PlayStation. And it's not a wrong approach. I like that approach too. And I talked about it on a YouTube video. Um, and you're going to see this episode on YouTube also. So, uh, check it out if you want the, uh, if you want the live cam version. Um, but you know, PlayStation has that approach of, you know, this is our device. We're going to, put awesome content on this device. We're going to focus on this device. And so because they're focused on that, they want to sell a lot of that one device, right? And 
how they're doing that is through exclusive deals. And so some more rumors have been going on this week that we're going to be shocked at the exclusive deals that they're going to be putting out there. Like um, multi-platform games that we expect to be multi-platform games might be either exclusive or timed exclusive on PlayStation. Maybe similar to the way they did Street Fighter, uh, the last Street Fighter game that came out. Um, That one was kind of a surprise, right? So I think we might see more of that uh, with these rumors going on. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily bother me so much um, as what they did with their Spider-Man franchises. uh, With Spider-Man game, how they're doing not Miles Morales on the PS4 that's only making it on the PS5 when I think they could make it compatible on the PS4, just a lower version of it. And um, also you have the uh, Spider-Man exclusive content on a multi-platform game. I don't like that either because that's just them throwing money at them. And one, or not just one platform, but PC also. So everybody else is going to get less content for the same price. That than uh, PlayStation will. So that's kind of a bummer. And I know they're just trying to get more sales, and it's a business move, but that's one of the crappier ones, you know what I mean? Um, and the fact that they're doing it with Spider-Man bothers me. But I've talked about that several times, so I won't get too much into that, even though it sucks. Um, but what they are doing that, and what's rumored to be, they're rumored to be doing, and I'm more okay with this, because... People don't realize, I think, that sometimes this is how games actually get published or made is because of the money that's thrown around with this stuff. And and sometimes a game may not be even created if it's not for a deal like this. You know, we've seen that before where, um, you know, maybe a third-party or multi-platform publisher, you know, like Activision or EA is kind of on the fence about something, you know, they don't know if they're going to get a return on the investment. And, you know, uh, maybe, you know, a uh, they go seek a partner for that game. Or maybe Sony really wants a game on their platform and they're talking, okay, what's well, a game that we can help, you know, green light, you know, and get, get the ball rolling on. And sometimes it's not just about throwing money around to get a game created on that's exclusive for your platform. Sometimes it actually helps the game get created. So I'm more okay with full games that are exclusive to a platform um, or timed exclusive even because I think that helps sometimes games reach their potential or um, be created in the first place. You know, um, and I'm, I personally am going to own all platforms anyway, so it doesn't affect me as much where I can't play, you know... Um, Let's let's say when a Tomb Raider was a timed exclusive on Xbox, right? Or Street Fighter was an exclusive last time on PlayStation. And that stuff, it doesn't bother me that much because I can play the game. Now, when it's a piece of content that's exclusive, that's a major piece of content, that's kind of, you know, crummy because... It's not just the whole thing exclusive to that platform. You're just you're just keeping a little piece of it for yourself, right? And 
and I, th- I think that's more of just greediness of trying to drive people to your platform as opposed to actually um, they didn't need to do that to get that game created or, or anything like that. You know, they they already had they were already creating this game and they say, OK, let's add this character. Right. Uh, we're only going to let you use it over here, but we're going to pay you for it. Right. So it's. That kind of thing is I'm not a huge fan of. But let's say that if you had that Tomb Raider game, they weren't planning on making it. But Microsoft's like, oh, we need another adventure game. You know, we have a hole in our lineup. You know, uh, we'll public we'll help publish this game, but we want it only on our console because we don't want to help fund the game and it go to our competitor. You know, so that's that's different. You know, um, I don't know how extensive it's going to go you know i i think to what sony's probably trying to do this time is maybe not so much on the games that are on the fence i think they're trying to get some big fish that are going to be made anyway probably but it doesn't bother me that much with that because i think there's going to be enough exclusive games and going around and microsoft is going to have its advantages and sony's going to have its advantages and i'm going to enjoy playing games on all the platforms um but we'll see what it is you know Maybe I'll have a different take after they reveal something. You know, like, if it's um, su- the Suicide Squad game that was just revealed, you know, um, by Rocksteady. They just put a teaser on Twitter. Um, if it's that game, and that game is exclusive to PlayStation, that's going to be surprising. And that would be the fact that they're just throwing tons of money at them to say, hey, no, we want that game only over here so to make people buy PlayStations. And you know what? It'll work. And that's okay, I guess. You know, but that one will hurt a lot of people. You know, so we'll see what kind of games it is. Rumors are that it's going to be shocking and surprising and people are going to be upset. So we'll see. I don't know. You know, if it's like Street Fighter and stuff like that you know i it's i'm okay with that you know what i mean you know if it's like nba 2k no that's not okay you know if it's madden that's not okay if it's um any of these major long time franchises that are always multi-platform and people are expecting a yearly or every other year release. You know, let's like Call of Duty, right? If it was, that would be crazy. You know, I don't think that they're going to do anything bananas like that, you know. But, you know, we'll see. I think crazier things have happened. Um, going back on to that, though, Suicide Squad. So, Suicide Squad is uh, pretty exciting because. They announced that they had this teaser image, and you know this room. This game's been rumored for a long time as one of those um, not so well kept secrets where everybody kind of knew it existed, especially with the rumors of uh, Microsoft potentially purchasing WB Games. Uh, it's been talked about quite a bit. So um, I think that um based on the image that they revealed it, had, it was a picture of spy of sorry of superman uh with a target on his head so they're kind of sending a message that this is going to be a more mature game you know 
and it's going to be an uh, interesting uh, take on it. And it, so the, some of the rumors, though, are that it's kind of a games of service type game. So we'll see what that means. You know, there's a lot of that right now. Um, but I can tell you based on Rocksteady, whatever they make is probably going to be amazing. Because if you go back and play Arkham Knight, which was the last release, and I think that came out like six years ago, um, that game still holds up. Visuals could be better now, you know. Uh, they had kind of this grainy uh, look to it. And I, th- I think it was because it was kind of close to after, you know, the new consoles had come out. And um, if if you look at games when they make these jumps, like for five years, six years, you know, it's going to be a leap. It's going to be a massive improvement on what that was. And that was already great. So it's going to be interesting to see what that game's like. And I'm excited about it. Uh the mature take on it and uh, Suicide Squad means you're assuming you're going to play as multiple characters. Um, I think it could be better than this Avengers uh, game, you know. And one thing it seems, except for Spider Man, it seems like DC gets it right with games. It seems like DC gets it right with TV shows. It seems like Marvel kind of screws up a little bit on games at times. And it seems like Marvel screws up on TV shows quite a bit, but does really well on movies, right? So, you know, based on the smash hit games that DC's been having, um, I think, especially with Rocksteady, that this is going to be another probably stellar game. So we'll see. I guess I think it was the 22nd. They said that there's going to be a uh, more revealed. So we'll find out more about that game at the uh, DC um, event that they're going to have. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm kind of hoping it's like, you know, you can choose your character, maybe go on, uh, you know missions where there's different ways of approaching the levels depending on which character you choose um maybe a co-op type deal you know it, it that game there's so many different things they could do um so we'll see what they come up with you know i don't know how you can hunt superman in a video game cuz superman is superman um, I don't know anybody on the Suicide Squad that should have a chance at even doing anything. I mean, Lex Lex Luthor, I guess, bring that out to Kryptonite and all that stuff. I, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see the kind of the what they come up with to be able to take on Superman. You know, but that's kind of what they're hinting at. You know, on that teaser image. So uh, we'll see. Um. You know, and going back to the Avengers game now, you know, because I was actually just watching gameplay of that on Twitch. So I've said the crappy game and stuff too. I'm kind of, you know, I'm a little hurt because of the Spider-Man thing. You know, I think it sucks. But, you know, after watching some of the gameplay, you know, the graphics and stuff seem pretty good. What what it seems like to me is like a, 
it seems like a better graphics, better like third-person perspective, um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance style game that's in a different perspective, but it's like an online service game. I don't know if you know what I mean. I, it kind of has that old school beat 'em up type combat and stuff to it. You know, you know, like licensed games always used to be, where every time there was a superhero movie or something come out, there was some crappy game that came out right along with it, and it was it was those games got like I won't say completely crappy because a lot of those games ended up being pretty good. Like the Wolverine game was pretty good. Um, well, those games usually reviewed like between a six and a seven, you know, and they would be okay at times, and the other ones would be complete trash. But they all had this kind of generic combat, you know. And this game seems like you're kind of taking on generic enemies, um, kind of like I'm not trying to trash on Ultimate Alliance because I actually like Ultimate Alliance, but Ultimate Alliance is it is what it is, you know. And it, this game is trying to be more than that. And it looks like it's a reskinned version of something like that where with better graphics, but the same kind of generic combat and enemies and stuff, you know. Um, so we'll see. I think the aspect of that game that could be cool is the upgrading of your armor and equipment it, it could grab you as a never-ending quest to keep improving your character and keep customizing it and that's going to be up to them with how much content they keep putting out how much they're investing into the game and how uh they keep adding on to it so if they keep coming out with awesome characters and keep pumping out new items and outfits to upgrade your characters, um, it could be really cool. But the, I think the gameplay in itself is not necessarily going to be the selling point on the game. It's going to be kind of like a a loot grinding game, you know. So we'll see. You know, it, I I'll give it a chance for sure. I'm not just gonna shut it out. You know, I'll I'll probably wait until the uh, next gen version comes out because you know I do want to play with Spider Man, but I don't want to buy the game on PS4. Because I'm afraid, well, maybe they already did announce that you're going to get the enhanced version for free. I think they did. But I was afraid that on PlayStation, I'm not going to get the enhanced version for free when it comes out. So we'll see about that. i got to look into that. If the game does have uh, upgradable, um, the free upgrade to the next-gen version when it comes out, then I'll go ahead and get the PlayStation version. If not, then I'm just going to wait um we'll see yeah i might change my mind and just get the xbox version i don't know um it depends on if any of my friends are going to play it if my friends play it 
then I'm going to get the Xbox version because that way I can hang out and play with my friends. But uh, anyway, moving on from that, um, I wanted to talk about pricing. So that's kind of goes into what I was talking about. I don't know what I don't know what game to I don't know where to buy this game right now because I don't know um, anything about what the systems and how much they're going to cost or anything like that either. Like how much is the PlayStation Five going to cost? How much is the uh, Series X going to cost? You know I. I really would like to know this because I'm definitely getting the Series X day one. I haven't seen enough of a reason necessarily to get the PS5 day one. I saw Godfall on the uh, PlayStation event that they had um, yesterday. It looked pretty cool, you know. Uh, I'm going to want to play Spider-Man Miles Morales, but... You know, I can wait if that's really the only exclusive, like, at launch besides Godfall. I can wait on those two games. You know, I'm going to want to play the heck out of Halo Infinite, and I'm going to want to play the best experience with it. So, you know, Xbox Series X, absolute day one for me. Um, I'm going to want my enhanced versions. I have this I have this pile up right now of games that I can't bring myself to play... Because I know in a few months there's going to be this update that I'm going to be able to play this game in a better version. So I am having a tough tough time actually with that. I'm developing this backlog of games that I haven't finished. I haven't finished Gears Five because of that. You know, I haven't finished. Um, I haven't even started Control because of that. Um, you know, I it's it's becoming a it's becoming a thing right now so you know i i want to play the best version of these games and especially these story based games you know i i am not the type of guy that usually goes and plays the same story over and over and over again so if i'm going to play through the story and then i'm going to be done with the game um and i know that there's a better version of it coming out soon i i think i want to wait you know um but so i want to know how much this console is and when it's coming out i i need to know i think everybody needs to know it's freaking august the 7th right now august the 7th and we do not know how much the consoles are are they four hundred dollars are they five hundred dollars are they six hundred dollars are they seven hundred dollars it could be any of those we don't know i if if they're four or five hundred dollars each i might go ahead and get both of them you know, I want the pre-orders to go live. I want to be able to go on the website and try and lock one down, you know. Um, but we have no clue right now. And we don't even know when they're going to announce it. Are they going to shadow drop? Or not shadow drop, but are they going to just randomly announce the price on Twitter? You know? Are they going to... Um, have some leaks come out first unintentionally and then see what the feedback is and then reveal the price that would be my bet they'll probably get some somebody like 
a website that they're going to have one of their interns like, hey, I work for Microsoft and I know what the price is. Here, here, here's my, here, here's my information. You know, and and then the the website will leak it. Hey, this is the price, but they don't have to stand behind that because, you know, what it was leaked. It wasn't a hundred percent truth. It's just rumor, right? So. You know, if they have somebody like that do something, and this stuff's gone on in the past because they want to know what people's ex- feedback is. If they, let's say, they leak the price and it's five hundred dollars, right? And uh, everybody's like, "Oh, okay, cool, five hundred bucks." You know, then when they announce it, people will be pleased. But if they say five hundred bucks, people are like, "Oh, Microsoft, you should make it four hundred." You know, blah 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 blah. You know, the pandemic and all this stuff. Um, then they might look at maybe reducing it before they announce it, you know, because they, they don't want to have um, negative press and they also don't want their competitor to beat them. My thing is this. If you have flexibility in your pricing to where you can be lower to beat your competitor or any other reason, and that's a viable strategy for you, then just go ahead and Find your bottom line and announce the price now. So that way people can prepare and uh, pre-order and uh, know how much they're going to have to spend on games and Christmas, you know, for their kids um, and all all this kind of stuff. So I, I think it's time that they announce these things. So we'll see when they do it and how much it's going to be but it needs to be soon come on guys you know it's been going on too long you know especially on i think it's more important on playstation side because on the xbox side you're going to have other options you can buy your games on pc you can uh get a subscription service to xcloud and you can play their exclusive games on your uh tablet and stuff so you know as far as Xbox is concerned, it probably isn't as important as it is for Sony, where that's going to be the only way to experience those games. So, for Sony, you know, I think they really need to announce the price first um, and be confident in it and just announce your price. Um, their whole business right now. It's structured on selling the console as the main platform. So if what you're doing with all these exclusive deals um, and all this third-party exclusives and everything is to sell your console and you're getting all these little shows to hype people up about the console, you know, um, be confident in your price and go ahead and announce it so that way people can start pre-ordering it. Unless they're afraid that Microsoft is going to undercut them on the price, and that's why I think this is happening. Um, they're playing a game right now, so Sony doesn't want Microsoft to come under them on the price. So they want to see what Microsoft's going to do. And I think it's if they're that confident in their exclusives and their games line up, which they should be, and they're putting all this money into all these exclusives. It doesn't it? They should be able to charge six hundred bucks, right? They've done it before, so. We'll we'll see what they do, but I I think that it's, time is now. 
They should have announced it at the event they had yesterday. That had to be what the plan was. Because there was something missing from that event. I think they were sending a message that we're not going to announce it until you do Microsoft. And that's why at the end end of the show it just kind of ended. And it's like, okay. Um, I know that they had already said like a week ago that there's not going to be any hardware talk or, or whatever. And I said on Twitter at that time, um, by the way, follow me on Twitter, fun speculation. Um, that's what they said at that time. Yeah, I, I thought that they were sending a message with that tweet that, hey, we're not going to announce it before you do, Microsoft. And they're going back and forth with each other. And then at the show, it seemed like something was missing. I think they originally had planned this and announced it, uh, that they were doing this August thing, with the intention of announcing the price. And they were expecting Xbox to have already done the same. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe Microsoft isn't as concerned with it because they have xCloud to fall back on and they're going to sell subscriptions anyway. I I don't know why Xbox isn't doing it. But I can tell you, I think almost 100% Sony isn't doing it because Microsoft hasn't done it yet. And maybe Microsoft wants to make sure they're under no matter what it is. But, you know, just go give us your bottom line, both companies. Just tell us, bottom line, what's the cheapest you can possibly sell this console for? Are you going to take a, a loss per console? Are you not? You just, just give us a price. And people are going to, these things are going to sell out. You saw the numbers on all of this uh, hardware sales and game software sales and like freaking animal crossing selling 22 million copies. Holy crap. You know, um, every platform and device is up right now. People are hungry for this stuff because they ain't got nothing else to do. So announce it so we can pre-order it and we're going to buy it. Don't make it too expensive. Make it cheap. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We've got possible recession. We'll see. I don't know what's going to happen with the economy, but, uh, you know, we want, entertainment still and sports is coming back sort of you know it's back but is it really you know it, it's kind of okay um you know uh, we still don't have movies at theaters really um we got mulan coming on Disney Plus for 30 bucks. I don't really understand that deal if you're going to be able to keep it the whole time because I remember the last time we did that was for Trolls World Tour because my daughter's really excited about that movie um, and we did that, right? And I was expecting after we paid the, I think that one was 20 bucks, so we paid to watch that, but it went it went away as like a rental. So if I'm paying 20 bucks, you know, I I, I guess I expect to keep it because that's the same price that you're going to sell the movie for later. But I guess they're trying to replace the theater experience, but you're not getting the theater experience. You're watching it at home. Right. So I, I don't know. You know, if you, I don't think people are having huge watching parties for this stuff, <laughs> you know, where you're going to have 50 people over at your house to watch a movie. You know, I think they could probably afford to, if it's a rental to sell it for less, you know, 15 bucks, maybe. Or uh, just give it to us and let us keep it. Maybe that's what it is this time. I hope that's what it is. Um, 30 bucks is, you know, a lot to ask to only have something for a couple days or whatever. So, you know, we'll see how that does. 
I know we're excited to watch it because we like those uh, Disney movies, and that one looks really good. Um, but if you're doing that for Mulan, why not do it for Black Widow? I mean, people, it, you could always release these movies later at the theater. You know, they're going to, because these people still want to see this stuff in the theater, and it will never have been seen at the theater before. So let us have this, at least have it at home, and then we'll see it on the theater later. Well, I'm getting sidetracked here, but so basically, you know, games is all we got right now because we got this other craziness going on with movies and and TV and stuff, and the sports are sort of back, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, you know, with all of the pricing talk and and that comes the next Microsoft event. What are they going to do? You know, are, you know they obviously seem like they held stuff back from the Xbox Games Showcase because it was rumored that Sony had stuff that they had held back. People were talking about God of War 2 um maybe some other things you know so what does microsoft have in store that they held back well we didn't see hellblade 2 gameplay at the game showcase so there's always that so we could get xbox game showcase hellblade 2 that should have been shown we could get that at this next event you know we could get um the other first-party studios may get a couple of announcements, you know, because they mentioned we'll have more later this year on the other first-party studios at the end of that game showcase. So I would expect maybe two or three game announcements, but I would expect more talk about the hardware. I would also expect um, an announcement of the series s device or lockhart whatever it's going to be called um there was a white controller seen in the wild for for, uh xbox series x controller you know maybe that was a series s controller i don't know if anybody really thought about that you know maybe the series s is white so you know what what is that console going to look like what how much is it going to cost what are the features you know i Maybe they were planning on not announcing the Series X price until they announce the Series S and then give us both prices at once. Um, that could potentially be the reason we haven't gotten a price announcement. Um, and also, you know, you got to think Sony's side. They got two consoles also that they got announced the price for because they got the uh, digital-only edition, right? So how much less is that going to be? You know, these are decisions people got to think about and make. And if you're buying games right now, also, you know, you got to think about compatibility, backwards compatibility, forwards compatibility, and um, disc versus digital and all this kind of stuff. So let us let us know so people can make some decisions on some of this stuff, you know. Um, but, yeah, so Microsoft Show, you know, I think we're going to get maybe two game announcements. We're going to get hardware um, reveal. Maybe they're going to talk more about the new... Uh, Microsoft Store. Maybe we're going to talk about some um, new dashboard stuff. Uh, some of the functionality that they kind of showed off before with, 
you know, um, go, going between games really quickly. Like it, they had it to where you can just swap between five games really fast. Um, maybe go more into like load times and and architecture of the console a little bit more. Um, maybe that, we'll see some of that kind of stuff. Um, but if that show is not until late August, I hope we get at least the Series X price before then. Because Sony just had their show and they didn't say anything really. We saw Crash, you know, we did see one thing that was cool. We saw Alan Wake make an appearance. Um, you know, so that was maybe the highlight for me. Um, that alternate um, world experience expansion for Control, where where Remedy's putting their different franchises together. And uh, Alan Wake is going to be in that. So, you know, that's pretty cool. I think, um, you know, they had, it was a bunch of small stuff. You know, if you were to compare that to, like, what Microsoft had in May, like, Microsoft's May thing would kill this. And it's pretty much the same kind of concept on a show, right? So, you know, I think um, Microsoft still has some big fish. Now, the question is, does Sony, you know? So, when is Sony's next thing going to be? Because this wasn't their August thing. Is there going to be another thing in a couple weeks where we get the hardware reveal and price? Or are they going to just drop it on Twitter? You know, are we going to get the uh, Microsoft price now and then maybe the show later? Tell us when these events are. Tell us what to expect. Um, what they're doing is they're stringing us along, you know, they got everybody excited. They got everybody's attention. That's what people are talking about. Cause there's not much else going on around there besides politics and video games. Pretty much is what it seems like bombs or not bombs, but you know, crazy stuff going off and docks and different countries and explosions. I mean, crazy pandemic, crazy stuff going on in the world. But there's been one positive, which is video games. So, you know, let's stop stringing us along because that's all there is for us to talk about. And just let us know, you know, uh, what it is. There there was no reason even to have that PlayStation event, really, for what it was. I mean, if you're just being honest, that's stuff they could have just released little trailers and stuff for but they're trying to build up this hype and get people excited so people can have something uh to talk about and keep their name in in the in the headlines and everything and keep their name uh on twitter and in social media and stuff and it's working it's working you know people the mentions of all the companies and stuff are so high right now and they know they're the main topic of conversation. So they're just stringing us along. Let's go, guys. Give us the price. Um, so I think one more big event for each company, mainly focused on hardware with a couple of game announcements. Reveal the prices now. Don't even wait for the show. Just give it to us now and have your two big shows um, at the end of this month, and then that's it. 
until we actually get the freaking consoles, guys. Okay? Let's just get the the consoles, you know. Um, one other thing I think is going to be at the Halo, the Microsoft event is Halo's multiplayer. Because we haven't seen that yet. They did tell us it's free to play. So it's going to be a big deal for them. And they need to get as much of that out there as possible. So I think we're going to see some of that. Um, so the uh, last thing I wanted to do is kind of uh, give a highlight to a uh, Xbox Game Pass game. Because I love Game Pass. I think it's the best value in gaming. And uh, this week, there was a pretty cool game that was put on Game Pass. And that's Darksiders Genesis. So, I wanted to mention that. So, everybody gives it a try. I have it installing right now. And as soon as it's finished, I'm going to be checking it out. So, uh, Darksiders Genesis, guys. It's kind of like a... Um, it's the uh, Darksiders franchise, but it's a um, like almost Diablo style type game, you know, top down uh, shooter game. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna be checking that out, and um, I think it's I've heard good things. So check out Darksiders Genesis. Um, if you don't have Game Pass, I think it's like. Thirty nine ninety nine or something on the store, so I'm um, gonna be playing that now. You know, just think about that, right? It's just one game that they dropped. Thirty nine ninety nine. That's over two months worth of Game Pass. You can beat this game in way less than that. Just the value, man. Value. And this game, perfect type of game to have on a mobile device. Isn't it? So, that's all I got. I appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. Uh, Again, this was only my second episode. And I know I probably said unfactual stuff. (laughs) And I probably made lots of mistakes. If I do, just let me know. Don't crush me. I'm just an average guy that likes to talk about video games and read stuff a lot. And I stay pretty connected to everything going on um been playing video games my whole life love them um so yeah let me know what your thoughts are feedback from me and uh if i yeah if i screwed up on anything you know um and you know we'll talk about more games next week thanks for tuning in oh follow me please on Twitter at Fun Speculation, on YouTube at Fun Speculation, and uh, check out my videos. And I'll keep putting out content. I uh, appreciate you listening, guys. Have a good one. See you next week. Thanks. Bye bye.